This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. We are here for another week, guys. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope your week is going amazing. Man, a lot of craziness has been going on this past week in sports. But today, there's a few things I want to focus on that I know you guys are interested in knowing my opinion about. Kareem Hunt, former ex-Kansas City Chief. Mike McCarthy. We're going to talk about him as well and his impact on his firing from the Green Bay Packers. Did Aaron Rodgers really get what he wanted? Is that going to fix all the Packers' problems? Well, if you want to find out, then you got to keep listening. We're going to talk about a few more things on this podcast, episode number 13. I just want to welcome everyone once again. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all, all the gifts that have been thrown to me through this past year for this podcast. It's amazing with all the support. Guys, man. Whew, man, I can't I can't wait to start talking about everything that's been going on in the NFL lately, man, because whew, let me just take a breather because uh, it's uh I have a few words to say, man. If you guys didn't know, just to give you a little preview about Kareem Hunt is the topic which actually we're going to start off with for this episode. Why do men just insist on putting their hands on women? There's no excuse for that. And 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 I have a few words for Kareem Hunt and also and also want to talk about the NFL and how they handled that situation. You know, want to recap also what has been going on with the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. I think we that that Draymond Green KD business has kind of been overblown a bit. But uh <laughs> Because now that Steph Curry's back, I think all of a sudden all their problems are gone. But we'll get there. Once again, guys, uh, before we get into the episode, remember, our store is up. You know you can buy your t-shirts. We're going to be having hats available by the beginning of the new year. So look out for that on our Instagram feed. But with no further ado, guys, let's get right into it. What are you talking about, bro? Huh? What are you talking about, man? Woo! What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? Every week there's something crazy going on in the NFL, and that's the reason why we love the league. But this past week, some new information was revealed, and I'm sure you guys that pay attention, you know exactly what I'm talking about in this Kareem Hunt incident. For those of you who don't know, Kareem Hunt now ex-running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he's pretty much a free agent because, by the way, nobody claimed him off of waivers. But uh, some video surfaced that was uh, purchased or bribed from TMZ where we can see Kareem Hunt in a hotel video where he was uh, in a fight. I would say, <laughs> I wouldn't even say it was a fight. It was more like an abuse and Kareem Hunt was the primary perpetrator. Pretty much, long story short, it seemed from the video, because you can't hear no audio, that Kareem Hunt was, he was mad about something that a, a young lady said or what she did. 
and Kareem Hunt was apparently with these other men, which I would just assume that were his boys, and they were trying to hold them back because apparently the young lady, like I said, she probably said something, and Kareem Hunt was kind of facing her. First of all, you're an NFL player. You're likely bigger than a lot of people. So if somebody said something to you that was so offensive, and according to reports, she apparently used the N-word. Now, I want to get a little deeper about that. Kareem Hunt is a black man, and I'll just be blunt about this. As a black man, you have heard the N-word before. Whether it's in your friend circle, whether it's at home, whether you at school, you have heard that word someplace before. So it shouldn't be surprising if somebody uses it to you. So let's just assume the young lady did say that to him. In the video, it seemed like Kareem Hunt didn't like it. She added some more fuel to the fire, and he pushed her. He pushed her to the ground. His voice was trying to hold her, hold him back, rather. And he pushed her again on the ground. And then he kicked her. So, th- this is what really gets me irate. Because all of us have been upset at one point in our life where we get so angry that we probably don't think about what we're doing or what we're saying towards the other party. Kareem Hunt, you got to be better than that. It doesn't matter your stature. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter your skin color. You do not put your hands on a woman regardless of what she says to you. I'll be honest. There have been points in my life where the opposite sex have said things to me that I can say that I got so angry that I thought about it even. But you don't do it. You don't hit people, and especially women. So Kareem Hunt, the situation you're in right now, if you guys don't know, like I said, now he's on waivers. He's just a free agent. And just for big picture, Kareem Hunt was playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, which at one point they had the best record in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, their quarterback, is having one of the greatest quarterback seasons of all time. They are probably going to make a run to the Super Bowl. And Kareem Hunt was one of the main reasons why they were going to make it. So think about this. We know for sure now he put his his career in jeopardy. He made himself look stupid and bad. For the Kansas City Chiefs, he probably cost him a Super Bowl run now. Because he is their best running back. He's an integral part of what they do in that offense. But I don't want to talk so much about the, the, the sport. I just want to I just really, really, really want you listeners to understand the magnitude of what went on with Kareem Hunt. It didn't stop there with the video. This incident happened in February of this year. And this leads me to talk about something that's as egregious of Kareem Hunt's act. Okay? The NFL supposedly investigated this case, quote-unquote. My first question is, okay, the NFL is a $9 billion industry. How is it that you did a supposedly thorough investigation, but TMZ can find a video of Kareem Hunt's altercation and you guys couldn't, NFL? I just want somebody to answer that question for me. I've been watching a lot of comments on this, a lot of uh, everybody's opinion on this, and there are high-end executives and high-end people that say, well, if the NFL asks for the video, they should be able to get it, but they have to do everything by the law. Listen, by that point, I agree, yes. TMZ, whatever they do to 
gain videos and information, they'll probably pay people off. I don't agree with people that some people that said that the NFL need to pay people to get the video. I just feel like the NFL abiding under the law can get information when they want to. Keyword, want to. At the end of the day, we know the NFL just care about their bottom line. That's their money. And Kareem Hunt was one of, like I said, the best players on one of the best teams is right, right now is making the NFL a lot of money. So it just makes me question what kind of investigation was going on. Did they really see this? Did, did they really want to see this video? Did they really care? And remember, this is not the first time this has happened. You guys remember Ray Rice and his incident? Robert Mueller now the guy prosecuting the president of the United States. He's the one that did the Ray Rice investigation. And he said, well, he didn't do it rather, but he commented on this investigation and he said, the NFL could have done a better job getting information on Ray Rice. And they dropped the ball again on this Kareem Hunt situation. That just puts a lot of question marks in the NFL. There's a lot of issues going on with the league when it comes to their players and how they do their doings and what they want to see and what they won't want to see. But at the end of the day, to me, I don't want, I'm not going to put the NFL in any type of position they don't need to be sure. They didn't do their part. But Kareem Hunt, I have a few words for you, sir. Yes, you're 24 years old. I was 24 at one point. I did some stupid things in my life. But you put the entire career at jeopardy. But just putting your hand on this young lady. We don't know who she is because, again, the NFL didn't even try to reach out to the young lady, which is which is egregious on its own. It's something I could talk about for hours, but we don't have the time. Kareem Hunt, you need to go get yourself some help. Because on top of that, you boldface lied to the Kansas City Chiefs when they asked you about the incident in February. You said you didn't put your hands on nobody, but on that video... You more than put your hands. You, matter of fact, yeah, you're right. You didn't use your hands. You use your feet more than your hands. By kicking this young lady. You treated her like a dog. And you wouldn't even treat dogs like that. Kareem Hunt, you need to get yourself together. Now the question to you listeners. And you can leave the comments in the Instagram section, man. Do you guys think Kareem Hunt will be picked up by any other NFL team this upcoming season? Next year? <laughs> I wouldn't touch him. Not at all. What went on with Ray Rice? What went on with the Redskins this past week? It's as if the NFL doesn't care about domestic abuse. And I'll just leave you with a thought as a segment. Just think about this. Colin Kaepernick didn't do anything. He just bent his knees and knelt for the national anthem. He doesn't have a job. But we have a bunch of NFL players right now that abuse their wives and girlfriends and women. And they're still playing right now. So are they going to make Kareem Hunt an example? Or are they just going to continue supporting what looks to me like domestic abuse and they don't? They just turn the other cheek for it? Let's think about that. Kareem Hunt, you got to do better. And the NFL, you got to do your job too. That don't make any sense. I'm a little... Seems like every week now... We talk about the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and their now ex-coach Mike McCarthy. If you didn't know, Mike McCarthy, excellent coach back in the day, 
just got fired by the Green Bay Packers. And uh, it was a whole big deal because, like me, you guys know I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. As a fan, I wanted Mike McCarthy gone years ago. And it seemed like, in my estimation, Aaron Rodgers was just bailing him out with his ridiculous play and making up for the horrendous play calling for Mike McCarthy. And finally, it caught up to them. Aaron ended up fully healthy. He's not hitting on his passes. The defense is not playing well. And Mike McCarthy got fired. But what I really want to talk about is is rather raise a question. What is going to happen now to Mike McCarthy and how are they going to how are the Green Bay Packers going to move forward? And let's just let's just think about this listeners for a second, right? If you didn't know Mike McCarthy got fired literally after the game on Sunday at Lambeau. The Packers played the Cardinals which were uh, I think they were a 14-point underdog. And the Green Bay Packers just played horrible. And Rodgers had no type of effort. The defense played terrible. And you lost a rookie quarterback. They had the Cardinals won two games. They hadn't they weren't gonna make the playoffs. They had no rhythm going this game. The last time the Cardinals beat the Packers in Lambeau Field was nineteen forty nine. So the GM president, after the game, he didn't even wait. He just fired Mike McCarty. Now Doing research before I recorded a podcast, I was looking again at comments and what people were saying about this. And uh, there was one common theme with the older folks that were coaches back in the NFL. They they were trying to protect their fraternity. As in saying, yes, Mike McCarthy, should, they should have given the respect and uh, let him finish out the season because Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl with the Packers. He has an excellent over uh, 600 record winning games. Absolutely. Aside from Bill Belichick, and Mike Tomlin and a few other coaches in the league, Mike McCarthy has one of the best winning records for the past, like, 10 years. Sure, he deserves a little bit more respect. But I want you guys to think about this, though. There they, they are NFL players that have won multiple Super Bowls. They went to multiple Pro Bowls. But teams have no problem or they make no parades when teams just randomly cut these guys and just let them go. So why do we got to talk about why can't we not talk about them in the same way we're talking about Mike McCarthy right now? So think about that. Sure, he deserved to be let go at the end of the season, but that leads me to my other point about this. I think they gave Mike McCarthy a head start to start looking for other jobs. This last four weeks, it was going to be a misery because he heard the rumors. He hears them. Everyone's talking about him being let go at the end of the season. So why not give the man an opportunity to just get a head start? And the Packers already focused on getting a new coach. So to me, it was perfect to let the man go now, even though I thought it was three years <laughs> overdue. But hey, it is what it is. But now this is what is going to be interesting for the next three years. Who's going to be the head coach? One. How much input is Aaron Rodgers going to have and who the head coach is going to be? Because one thing that's consistent in the NFL, we all should know that. Matter of fact, in any sport, and you guys know this, if you watch sports on a consistent basis, if your superstar and your coach have a magnificent connection, it doesn't matter who's on the team, it doesn't matter what system they run, it tends to work. Look at those guys up in Boston, in Massachusetts. Look at the New England Patriots. Doesn't matter who comes through there. Doesn't matter who comes out. What coaching changes they make. What personnel changes they make. They function like a well-oiled machine. Because where it needs to work, it works fine. The owner, 
the head coach and the quarterback. Those are the most important pieces of your franchise. And they're working well. So it makes you think, what's going to happen? I think for Mike McCarthy, I think uh, this rumor about him going to the Cleveland Browns, yeah, sure, he should take that job. He has a quarterback that can play like Aaron Rodgers. They have a few good players. I'm not saying Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach. I just think he was just overdoing Green Bay. People were just not listening to him anymore. His offense is stale. Matter of fact, even if he doesn't go to the Browns, if it goes to any other team, if he doesn't innovate his offense, same thing's going to happen. Doesn't matter how great your quarterback is, if 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 you don't if you don't get if you don't broaden broaden your horizons, if you don't want to make changes, if you're stuck in your ways, you're going to be who you're going to be. Look at the Rams. Look at the Rams. Look at the Chiefs. Look at their offense. Don't you think Aaron Rodgers is looking at that and saying, "Man, I want some of that." That's that's what's going on right now in Green Bay. Mike McCarthy's gone now. He's going to move on. He gave us good 12 years. But how is that going to sit now in Green Bay? Are the defensive problems automatically going to be solved? Is Aaron Rodgers automatically not going to complete his passes that he's been missing, that he usually makes for his entire career? What's going to happen in Green Bay? I don't know. I just hope for the best for them. But as a fan, I put my hat on for a minute. I would just say I'm glad Mike McCarthy's gone. I don't have to see him waste time miles when he doesn't have to waste him. I don't want to. I'm, I'm glad I don't have to see fourth and twos where he questions if he has to go for it or not. I'm 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 glad for all that. I'm glad I don't have to see onside kicks being recovered by the other team in NFC championships. I'm glad. Thank you, Mike, for your one Super Bowl. I appreciate everything you've done, but it's time to move on. Here's by the numbers. This is your stats of the day. All right, guys. So today for our stat of the day, man, the number is number five. Huh? You might be thinking what number that is. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch some for you football fans, soccer fans. So as of this recording. On Monday, December 3rd, in France, they released uh, the Best Player of the Year Award. It's called the Ballon d'Or, if you guys didn't know. All right? And let me let me read off some numbers to you. 2018, this player played 70 games. He had 60 goals, 24 assists. He won two domestic trophies. He won the European Golden Boot. For those of you who don't know, the European Golden Boot means a top scorer in all top leagues in Europe, which is La Liga, the EPL, Portuguese League, the English League, Italian League, all the top leagues. He won the top scorer. And when the voting came around, the MVP voting, and you guys know in a couple episodes in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how the MVP voting is done terribly. Those numbers, I'll say them again, 70 games, 60 goals, 24 assists. Three major trophies and the Golden Boot Award, scoring award, and the man was ranked fifth in the Ballon d'Or slash MVP voting. Y'all can guess who that player is? Lionel Messi. It's ridiculous. In any other sport that you play seventy plus games and you score sixty runs, or you have, or you average thirty points for sixty games. And you average like six assists, seven assists in football. You have 24 assists. That's a lot of daggone assists. 
That means you're scoring and you're a playmaker. You're the best player. And you're ranked fifth on the awards. The guy that won plays for Real Madrid, Luka Modric. You can literally tell. Matter of fact, Cristiano Ronaldo had a better season than him. And he was second on the list. But number five, guys, really? The number five? Lionel Messi is the fifth best player in 2018? My goodness. This is what happens when you let fans vote. That's what happens. And we need to get rid of that. Because I just let you know this award is a farce. But let that number sink in your mind, guys. Now, I guess Lionel Messi is the fifth best player in the world. Keep it in context, Billy. Tell the whole story. So this week in uh, Keeping It in Context, guys, um, there's a book that I recently started reading. And uh, some of you might already know it, and some of you might already have a copy, but it's a book I actually recommend. It's from one of my favorite players ever, Kobe Bryant. It's called The Mamba Mentality. You can get a copy of it on Amazon. Disclaimer, this is not an advertisement. They didn't pay me to do this. I'm just telling you how great this book is, and you could go get it and read it if you're a real basketball fan or a sports fan in general. And it's something at this book I want to share with you guys. Kobe Bryant talks about... Well, before I, I get into that, you know, the the whole gist of the book is Kobe explaining in his own words what he had to go through through his career and how he went about his career in order to become the type of player he is. And ultimately, we call him the Black Mamba and how that name came about. It's a fascinating read. And Kobe talks about, you know, players that influence him, you know, games that he dissected. Um, he talked about how he played through injuries, how he analyzed the game, how he analyzed his opponent, how obsessed it was, you know, things that went negatively in his life. All of these things he was talked about. But there's one particular thing that while I'm reading, it made me think about this. The obligation of a superstar and what it takes to stay a superstar and what type of treatment you as a superstar expect. And something that made me think, and it goes back to Kareem Hunt. Just, just remember this for a moment. Let's let's just focus on this for a moment and remember this. As a superstar in any sport, they get a different treatment than every other player. And you wonder why. If you look at society, it's the same thing. There are certain people that just get different treatment. Either because they're poor, they're rich, or they have great connections and people know who, which, where they belong or the type of people they hang with. So they get treatment that's that's normal but as a superstar in sports you get certain calls you get away with certain things Kareem Hunt was on his way to superstardom and maybe he thought hey I probably could have got away with what he did by hitting his young women got in his altercation but Kobe talked about obligation as a, as as star athletes I won't consider myself a star when I was in high school. In college, you know, I only played in the middle sports. I consider myself to be okay, good. But I had a certain obligation. Yes, I knew I had some talent. But you don't make it just alone on talent. I practiced a lot during the summers. I practiced a lot on my free time when I used to play basketball, any other sport I did. I wanted to become better. But by becoming better, you get more responsibilities. And with more responsibilities, you gain more respect. But at the same time, as a human being, you demand 
or unconsciously you start to demand some things that you think because you reach a certain level you need to have. And in the grand scheme of things in sports today, if we look at the Kareem Hunt situation, if we look at a lot of NFL stars and a lot of NBA stars that get second opportunities, which, by the way, we all deserve second opportunities. Some of them that fall again in that pitfall of failing is because they forget the type of obligation they have. They think people are just going to give them things or they deserve things because they have the talent. Or people are just going to allow them to get away with certain things or bribe them because, oh, my name's LeBron James. Oh, my name's Kobe Bryant. Oh, I'm Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Part of greatness is not just talent. Part of your obligation to the fans, to your team, to your supporters, is to constantly give you 100%, to constantly be genuine, and to stay humble. I thought that was a cliche when everyone say it. They always say, oh, you need to stay humble. You know, you don't, you don't need to, you know, show your ego. But what makes... A lot of Hall of Fame players great is their ego because they know they're good. But they don't say it out loud. They don't speak of it. But on top of that, they don't demand things from other people. The only thing, matter of fact, actually, the only thing they do demand from people is for for them to give their 100% effort and be great. Some leaders know they're they're not going to be as great as a superstar leader. And that's what was one of the frictions in, in, I believe, in Kobe Bryant's career. You know, watching Kobe's entire career, that was one of the things that people stayed away from. Kobe was intense. Kobe is still intense now. You can tell after his basketball life how competitive he is. He started a, a new podcast on iTunes that I recommend you guys go listen to as well. This man won an Oscar for writing the famous basketball story. The pictures, the drawing of him. And his career. That was amazing. Kobe just wants to win all the time. And a lot of people just couldn't deal with that. Because to win, it demands a certain amount of excellence and obligation. To win, you have to be devoted. You have to be hardcore. You have to be a student. You have to be... You have to show respect to the game. You have to love it. You have to suffer. And it's unfortunate that... This past week, Kareem Hunt... He didn't know his obligation... In my estimation, this man could have simply walked away from whatever the young lady said. He could have just walked away. And like I said, during that previous segment about Kareem, he probably, most likely, could have lost his NFL career. Kobe as well. Kobe was accused of rape, man. Back in the 2004-2005 season, Kobe was... Reckless, he put himself in a situation that most people won't get away with. To this day, I believe if he wasn't Kobe Bryant, would that case go away? And that talks that goes into the superstar treatment. We don't know that. Some people believe it was, but to me, it goes back to that obligation. Was Kobe thinking when he was doing what he was doing? If you look at just the sport aspect of it, it's amazing the mentality that Kobe had. Because there were times, if you guys didn't know, there was times where Kobe had to go to court on days where they had games. Kobe would go to court, go to that grueling process, fly back to wherever they had to go to play, fly back, drop 30 points, and went back to his miserable life at that time. 
when he was doing through the court process. And that's the mindset you need to have. Just looking on the sports side. But to bring this whole thing in context into why I felt like it's important for me to talk to you guys about this. Is that in the society we live in today, in the sports world we live in today, a lot of stars, they feel like they need to get everything because they're a superstar. But they forget, with getting those things, we do hold you responsible. With getting all the accolades, we expect greatness. We expect humbleness. We expect you to be consistent at all times. And I keep harping it week after week after week. Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback, even though that's not my opinion. But one of the reasons he is considered a great quarterback is not because of what he does on the field. It's obvious. It's what he does off the field. You never hear Tom Brady caught in anything public. Tom Brady does everything the right way. And in order for us as people to be great as well in our lives, and to move forward and be the best version of ourselves, we need to be students. We need to learn. We need to be hardcore. We need to be devoted. And don't expect nothing. You just need to be great because you ought to be great. Yes, we got to the end of another episode, episode 13 of the Stack Mass Sports Podcast. Guys, I don't think I'll ever get tired of this, but I want to thank you for all the support. And all the, the suggestions you guys give me to make the podcast better. I try to do my best every week to give you the best I can. I appreciate you guys listening to my opinions. But before I let you guys go, if you missed it earlier, guys, if you can, get $23, $25, including shipping, and get you that member mentality how I play. And by the way, Kobe, if you're listening to this, thank me later. I'm, get, I'm getting you... I'm getting you some uh, people to buy you copies of the book, man. But it's an amazing book. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. And also, guys, remember, the store is up. You can get yourself a t-shirt if you want to represent the Statman. You can go to store.statmanpodcast.com. Man, amazing. I'll see you next week for episode number 14. We got some special guests coming, and you don't want to miss that. But for right now, Statman signing out. Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.